Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Coaching Radio. We are your host, Tim and Julie Harris, broadcasting live from lovely Austin, Texas. Julie, my dear, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. As always, I think it's going to be a fun show. So Julie is working on our new book, as you guys who are frequent listeners know, we're working on a new book to be released this year, um, being published. I was thinking it was going to be July. It might be August now. But in any event, the book is called Harris Rules. And yes, it's a snotty title, but the idea is that these are essentially rules that we've found over decades of coaching, that if you live by these rules, you'll find that pretty much everything in your life goes in the right direction. Um, so this content today, what we're going to be presenting to you guys is part of the book. And the, the topic is, was, you know, what are the three things? Like if you were to really focus on just three things, that if you master these three things, Essentially, everything else in your life will be in alignment. And so there really are three critical secrets to happiness and success, and that's what we're going to be talking about today. And uh, so if you are able to just focus on mastering these three specific, by the way, very easily understood elements of your life, everything else literally will align itself behind those specific goals. Um, and it's fascinating to me because Julie and I were exposed to this information probably when we were first married, which is... Dear God, woman, do you realize it's 25 years this year? <laughs> I know. We were, exposed, we were exposed to this at least 25 years ago. And I, and I remember when Julie and I were married in our early 20s, we actually you know, would write these things down and we would focus on them and we'd check ourselves to make sure that we were monitoring those things. And um, it is, in retrospect, as I look back, those just seemed like nice little things to do that every new married couple should do. But now I realize decades later that, those, that these three things that we're going to be sharing with you guys were the fundamentals not just to our marriage but also to our successful businesses. And I, I, I really hope you guys write these things down. I really hope you focus on what these three things are. And you notice I'm not telling you what they are, not yet. So I'm leaving you in a little bit of suspense because Julie's got some things that she wants, wants to share with you, starting with an email from a listener. Julie? Yes, and so this is from Pam Eskridge, who is in western Washington State. So if anybody has some great referrals to the Seattle and surrounding Seattle area, Pam is your gal. So this is a kind of a lengthy email. I'm just going to read part of this because this is something that her coach, our great coach Steve Titcomb, who lives in Michigan, Steve coaches Pam, and this was an email that he shared with me that she sent to him. I just wanted to thank you for helping me to stay the course. I was on my way of doing well in my old tiny MLS where everyone knows an agent. I sold 22 homes my second year, mostly by referral, made about 75 grand, totally stoked, average home sale was 200. Then my husband took a job across the state near Seattle. I went from competing with 20 active agents to competing with thousands. When I first came over here, I was fired up, though, passing my cards out, talking to everyone, but most people already knew someone in my office or were related to an agent. After doing three deals in a year, I was discouraged and figured I didn't have a chance, but I knew I was a great agent. I started listening to Tim and Julie's coaching radio, hired a coach. What a huge investment in myself, but I knew it would force me to get my arse in gear. Her words, not mine. I could go on and on about how coaching has helped me, but I'll try to keep it short. So... 
she also goes on to say later on that when she signed up, she said the cost of coaching was a huge pill to swallow for both Mike and I. At times he was mad at me, but I kept persevering to prove that over time it pays itself off. I've already received two referrals, going to send a gift card, and I also signed up with BPO sites. I'm an approved vendor for three of them so far. So Pam is so clearly off to the races and has totally taken advantage of coaching. So kudos to you, Pam, for taking that pill and saying, hey, I need help. I know I'm a great agent. doesn't matter if I'm a fish out of water. I move markets across state. You can do it. Of course you can do it. And Steve's doing a fantastic job for you as your coach, it sounds like, getting some different spokes in place. You talked in your email about doing a women's uh, meetup group. So you're working your center of influence. You're working lots of different uh, referral sources as well as the BPO spoke. So nicely done. And, again, if anybody has any referrals, Washington State, Pam's your gal near Seattle. Go ahead. I had a couple of emails from um, listeners about our shows that we've done the past couple days uh, talking specifically about how it's seen – and these are grizzled veterans, you know, people that have been in the business for a while – how they are frustrated with a lot of the education that they've been receiving, mostly from their big broker, about uh, you know complicated real estate systems. And I thought that was very fascinating because um, you know it, it occurred to me that if you have not been in this business for as long as we have, let's say if you've not been in this business for at least probably 15 years, you are in a you. Your primary source of education is going to be, say, for example, your broker, just different speakers and things like that. You actually believe that real estate is complicated. In in essence, you believe that in order to be successful selling real estate, you need to have all these complicated systems and these complicated teams and these complicated this and that and the other. Um, And you know what? That's all BS. You don't. Real estate, when done at the highest level, is about the most simplistic, elegant business that there is that I've ever come across. You know, it's very straightforward, very direct. You're following the same system every time. You're having the same conversation every time. If anything, real estate at a high level is boring. That's the truth. Um, But boring is good because from boring, in other words, if you're not experiencing a lot of drama, that comes lots and lots of money. It tells you that you're working at a high level consistently doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So for all of those who think that real estate has to be some sort of complicated system, uh, or a series of complicated systems, I'm here to tell you that not only do the, does it not have to be, but probably the amount of time and effort and energy, and in some cases money, you're spending trying to create these you know, complicated systems, that in itself is the reason you're not making more money. So it's counterintuitive, right? Agreed. You know, you guys are thinking, you know, it, it is frustrating, Jill, you have to admit. When we mm-hmm. take on a new coaching client or we have a coach that says they have a bunch of coaching clients who think they have to put these 21 to 15 lead follow-up systems in place and all this other crap, Yeah. you know, it is, it, some of you guys have been so programmed to believe that literally your success won't come until you've mastered these insane systems that that in itself becomes the reason why you're not successful because you're focusing on the wrong thing. Here I'll get, I'll, I'll clarify some a, a thought for you guys. Your your purpose and your purpose in life, by the way, but just for the sake of us being your real estate business coaches, your purpose is to serve other people. That's it. You're to be of service to other people. Now I don't want you to do it for free, right? And I don't want you to waste your time. So I want you to focus on being of service to folks that you can actually, you know, make some money from. That's called being a business person. I don't want you to do it in such a way that, uh, you know, you, you lose profit. And that's what's happening a lot with top producers. You guys have heard the difference 
Um, when you listen to our top producers, agents making millions and millions of dollars in personal in income, selling hundreds of houses per year, you hear them on our radio show. You can listen to them in the past interviews at uh, realestatecoachingradio.com. And you'll hear when you listen to what, how I ask questions and how they answer the questions that they don't have complicated systems, that their businesses are very straightforward and very direct. And, you know, what's interesting to me, having coached many of these guys for years, is that they actually don't like talking about themselves. They don't like mm-hmm. talking about their sure. systems. And they generally don't avoid, they avoid being on stage. Because what happens is they're on stage with these other agents. And these other agents, they're talking about selling 600 houses per year, and they have 14 buyer's agents, and they have these expansion teams, and they have all this other crap. But see, the agents that we coach, they know that those systems and whatnot are not the path to profit. And our agents, our top producers, they're focusing on making profit actual in the bank margins of 30 40 50 60 percent so when you make you know ten thousand dollars you keep half of it you don't just keep 10 percent or 15 percent that's what we focus our business systems around because from that profit you then reinvest that money and that's how you actually start to become rich and rich our definition is very simple is where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money it's not some ridiculous number that most of you will never accomplish or need to accomplish or worry about accomplishing. You know, sometimes you guys will say 20 or 30 million. Well, that's all great. But if you can feel rich where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money on substantially less, well, let's have that be the goal so you can accomplish it and you can finally be financially free. Julie, does this all make sense? Well, I was just right. thinking, you know, there's no shame in that. You don't have to do X million in volume or X number of units if you don't, quote, need to. I think that there's more pride and more business maturity in knowing your numbers and knowing how to get there in the most efficient and effective manner possible to actually keep some money in your own bank account. I remember you and I you know, went to lots of different seminars, rah, rah, everybody's doing gajillions of deals, and I'm going to go from 200 to 300 transactions. And, you know, for some of you, that's the right thing to do because you figured it out. You like managing the machinery, and you figured out your net profit. And you actually, you know, are leading with profit. It takes a lot of work, but that's right for some of you. But I do remember distinctly going, when, once we figured out what those people were netting, what? <laughs> like, why would you put yourself through that? If you could have a smaller, more efficient team or no team or yourself and your spouse or partner and a transaction coordinator, why would you torture yourself in such a fashion if you didn't have well, to to make the money you needed to make? It gets back to ego. That's why. Because some people would rather have the awards the than have the bank account. Well, but, Julie, that's the truth. I mean, many people, uh, you know, agents in particular. Well, let, you just touched on something, and I know you don't. it isn't your nature to drill down on this particular topic because you feel like we're – you know, betraying confidence. So let's tell the story without using names, okay? So as some of you guys know, Julie and I are Howard Britton stars from the late 90s, 98 or whatever year it was, okay? So we became Howard Britton stars. You guys, many of you, half of you at least, won't know who the heck I'm, what I'm talking about. But back in the day, <laughs> and I can say that now, back, back in the day, time. being a Howard Back, that's right. <laughs> back in our time, back in the 90s and really the late 80s, being a Howard Britton star, I don't think anyone would argue that it was the biggest honor you could receive in real estate as a residential salesperson. Full stop. Okay? Bigger than anything else. Agreed. So Julie, Julie and I were Howard Britton stars, we're National Associations of Agents, we do all this other, you know, what we, uh, their first year we sold over 100 houses, we, rookie, all this other stuff. Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? Here's what we learned. 
we learned from going to those hired Britain things, and he would have annually in January these retreats, and the best agents in the world would be invited to these things. Some of these guys would fly in on their private jets. I mean, Julie felt like the plebs that we were. <laughs> Julie and I felt like, yeah. oh, my gosh, we have a long way to go. So, we, you know, we, so we'd hear about their one guy trading in his jet for another. This is the lives these guys lived. And so Julie and I, we thought we had to emulate these people. We were the youngest people in the Howard Britton group. Uh, we were, I mean, the newest. There weren't too many other agents that had only been in real estate for a handful of years that were given a level of honor. Sounds like I'm bragging. I'm not. I'm getting to my punchline here. What, so we started basically getting to know a lot of these guys. A lot of them are still to this day are some of our best friends. We love a lot of these guys. They've been mentors for us forever. But almost to a person, none of them had any net worth. And, and I, I feel like I'm betraying the confidence of those people by saying that. But it's important that all of you who are listening to us, 100,000 plus listen to us on a regular basis, you've got to know the truth. Because Julie and I had to be involved with Howard Britton for three, four, five years before we started having these conversations with these guys where we realized their motivation wasn't to accumulate net worth to the point where they would actually be rich. Their motivation, not every one of them, but a lot of them, they were more motivated by the glitz and the glamour. They were more motivated by the awards. They were more motivated by the moving trucks and the billboards and the radio commercials and the TV commercials. They were not focused on profit at all. Profit was a conversation that never came up. So the core of that ethos is what's carried through to this day, and still nobody talks about profit. We talk about profit because it. Really, guys, the whole point of you running your business is to produce enough profit that you can reinvest that money into things that make you money, and you can do it. It's easier than you think. I'm not talking about securities, by the way. I'm talking about real estate. I'm talking about other businesses. I'm talking about maybe just all kinds of different things, unconventional investments. Those are what you buy when you have profit that comes from your real estate business. So one of the rules in Harris Rules, by the way, the book, is selling real estate won't make you rich reinvesting the profit from selling real estate will make you rich. So please stay attached to the fact that real estate should be a relatively simple, elegant, straightforward, customer-focused, people-serving business. And if you find yourself in these quagmires of mental and emotional stress because you're spending all your time putting together these elaborate systems and all these people are telling you that you're not successful until basically you've got this you know, ridiculous team and all these other things. And Julie did say the truth. Some of you are able to build profitable businesses around teams. Depending on your price range, by the way, that is the key determinant. But ultimately, so many of you, 99.9% .9 of you, are going to be better off if you just stick to a very you know, conventional traditional, customer-focused, profit-focused business. We talked about teams about a month ago. You guys can go back and listen to that on the podcast. So, Julie, we got a bit on a rant and away from our topic. Do you want to reel it back in? <laughs> okay. Yeah, so today we're talking about, and we'll, this will probably be a multi-part series, uh, morning routine, controlling well, your mind, Julie, your body, and your wallet. Yes. That's it. So the three things were controlling your, modi, your mind, your body, and your wallet. So write those things down, guys. So if yes. you can control your mind, your mindset, what goes into your mind, if you can control your body, right, we're going to talk about all these things, and you can control your wallet, everything else will align itself behind those. Uh, will be, will, everything else you want in life, basically, if you're focused on those three goals primarily throughout your life, you will find that everything else pretty much takes care of itself. So what we're going to do now is we're going to give you specific action plans for each of these items. So in your notes... Julie, what are the three points that they need yes. to write down? So in your notes, control your mind, your body, and your wallet. And we're going to break this down a little bit. 
and really examine this so that you guys don't just end the podcast going, great podcast, that was fun. You have something that you can implement and monetize and change. So let's start with the fact that all three, your mind, your body, and your wallet, great thing about these three things is all three can be controlled by you. All three will be controlled by someone or something else if you ignore that fact. So digest that for a second. These three things can be controlled by you. But if you don't, and you guys all know this, all you have to do is open your email or your voicemail to, to be clear on this, right, is that if you don't control it, someone or something else always will. So that's why we're concentrating on these particular things. Let's start with control your mind. Have, I want you to ask yourselves this. What happens to your mind when you wake up? What's your prevailing thought? Is it positive or negative? Are you looking forward to your day with energy and enthusiasm or with dread and doubt? That's where it starts. That's why we're looking at these three things with the overriding thought of starting in the morning. So is what, it is what you focus on from moment to moment when you open your eyes that sets the tone for the day. A consistent, positive, and focused approach will get consistent, focused income the desired control over your time. All of you guys like to complain to your coaches that you have terrible time management. And not to mention a, t a better quality of life in all of your five areas of life, which we talked about in goal-setting stuff. It, but here's the, the opposite. Lack of focus, lack of control is clearly reflected in daily, weekly, and monthly lifestyle or lack of lifestyle. But it begins in the moment when you awake. This is a conversation I've been having the, with the coaches, Tim where we're, we're boiling it down, not just monthly goals, quarterly goals, yearly goals. We're talking about weekly goals and right down to the very essence of every day, your morning goals because of that uh, trajectory that you've got from opening your eyes. So the challenge in real estate, okay, this is something that's always driven me somewhat insane, but I can't change it, or I would for all of you. The challenge in real estate is that everything is delayed. Delayed gratification, delayed responses, long follow-up times. Everything is stretched out into a time warp. Even when you help a client buy or sell today, you're not getting paid today. How annoying is that, right? Who thought up the 30-day close? That, that should just be like punished somehow. Now. Seriously. Yeah. It's Who, more like 60 that's, days now. That's yeah. not okay. But here's what it does. Your sense of time gets more and more skewed as you do more deals. The issue gets worse over time since you get more and more used to it. The subconscious belief is that even when you do your best today, you may or may not be rewarded for it. And if you are, it certainly won't be immediately. So let's get clear on where you are in your understanding of your daily role in your business. Notice I said daily. Depending on where you are in your business maturity, your outlook, your daily schedule, and your requirements requirements could be a little bit different and that's okay but what's not okay is not knowing where you are and what needs to be happening in your head by the way that's one of the reasons why people get involved in coaching because sometimes you're in the thick of it you're slogging through it you're going from your deal to deal from inspection to inspection dealing with the drama in your voicemail and sometimes you don't see the forest for the trees that's one of the things that our coaches do so i wanted to take a breath there tim <laughs> And let them digest no that before I get into talking about where you might be in your business. We'll talk about formulation, concentration, momentum. It's important to know where you're at so that you can tailor make your morning schedule. Does that make sense? Well, you go ahead. You go ahead and recaffeinate, and I'll remind these guys. Um, Deal. A lot of you guys are joining our coaching our coaching programs. Hundreds of you guys are joining every single month, and I really appreciate the honor all of us do of being your coaches. And we sincerely mean that. We don't take any of you guys for granted. Uh, the easiest way 
to come into our coaching fold is to basically become a Real Estate Coaching Essentials coaching uh, client. Uh, many of you have emailed asking what the difference between this program and that program is. You know, we have Real Estate Coaching Essentials, Advanced and Breakthrough, but I don't want to take up valuable radio time to talk about those things, so I've actually made it easier for you. Uh, you're on your mobile device, many of you, like 90% of you, so scroll to the bottom. You're going to see a simple form. Just go ahead and complete that form, and when you do, we're going to call you back, answer any questions that you have. And like I said, Real Estate Coaching Essentials is probably the best way. It's an easy way for all of you guys to enter into the coaching, uh, our coaching uh, business. But I'll tell you something we've just implemented, and this was implemented uh, four days ago. Um, you guys know that we've been offering financing. We are, Julie and I are personally underwriting your education through Real Estate Coaching Essentials. So literally every single one of you could become a Real Estate Coaching Essentials coaching client. And if you don't, frankly, if you're in between closings, no problem. So you guys can join Real Estate Coaching Essentials. Have no payment for the first 30 days. You have instant access to all the content we always talk about on Coaching Essentials, all the, all, in, everything, listing presentations, BPO information, REO information, everything. This is Real Estate Coaching Essentials is a real coaching program. Let's be clear. Uh, you do get a uh, you have four semi-private coaching calls per month. Those are group calls, but they're semi-private group calls, usually hosted by Julie. In addition to that, you get one private coaching call per month. That's only $99 a month, um, and it's a six-month program. But we give you an additional six months for free. And like I said, every single one of you listening right now can be can be uh, enrolled in that program. Um, no problem whatsoever. Now, some of you are going to want to have a higher level of engagement in our coaching programs, and we'll also tell you about that. And the other thing I'm really proud that we've been able to recently do is make it so that we can underwrite and finance you guys on those coaching programs as well. So if you're interested in becoming our top-level breakthrough coaching client, no problem. We have a program for you right now. Um, and then literally because of our student approval program, our client approval program, you guys can be part of that program as well. And when we call you back after you fill out that form, we'll answer any questions. But at the very least, every single one of you should be enrolling in Real Estate Coaching Essentials. By simply filling out that form, we're going to send you six, it used to be three, but now it's six books, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, Real Estate Treasure Map, your 12-month lead generation plan, and I'd have to look to remember what the other three are. Uh, but these books will be emailed to you the second you actually just complete the form. So, you know, it's kind of a no-brainer for a lot of you. So go ahead and complete that form, and someone from our team will call you guys back. All right, Julie, jump right back in. Perfect. So in order for you to start thinking about what you're concentrating on in these three areas, control your mind, your body, and wallet, it helps for you to understand the actual stages of building a real real estate practice. And I'm not going to take forever to do this. I'm going to go through this relatively quickly because it's also included in some of the books that you get when you go to joinharris.com. So the first stage is formulation. And a lot of agents live here forever. They never get out of this stage. Some agents, sadly, never even recognize what formulation is. So here's what it is. Thinking about figuring out what it is that you want. Why are you in this business? What is it here to provide for you and your family? If you're stuck here, then go back and get your goals sorted out. We've talked about that on previous uh, podcasts. This is where you figure out, some people call it your why, your goals in five areas of life. You're working on your financial model. You're getting crystal clear on your magic number. The magic number is the number of listings you've got to have at all times in order to fuel your business with the closings you need monthly. So formulation is like the thinking about, getting ready to get started, understanding what I need. Some of you, your formulation mode is just replacing the income that you used to have in your previous job. That's in formulation. But it's, it's the getting ready to get started to decide what to do. And again, a lot of agents get stuck here 
and I call them samplers. They'll go around, sample different things, education, some free things here and there, and then they get all overwhelmed. They don't know what to do, so they get stuck in formulation. Well, ideally, formulation leads to concentration. Sometimes that takes a swift kick in the butt, quite frankly, from a coach to say, all right, enough thinking about. I always say less thinking, more doing. So once you get to concentration, this is actually the hardest part of your career, no matter who you are, where you're selling, or what you know. This is where your prevailing feeling is effort equals no results, spotty results, unpredictable results, sometimes awesome results, sometimes absolute futility. This is where you know what you want, but you're not sure how it is you're going to get it. Most critical thing to remember here is the word FOCUS. That stands for follow one course until successful. Don't give up. Concentration is a tough level. A lot of agents bail on concentration because it's too hard, or they come and go from it. They're very sporadic. And again, that's where you need somebody helping you keep the train on the tracks. Well, in concentration mode, we used to say, and sometimes Tim, you and I still say, we're in the salt mine. Shoveling it in, shoveling out, maybe we move forward, maybe we're just exhausted at the end of the day. There's a ton of effort spent in figuring things out, polishing, practicing, implementing, and testing. Lots of uncomfortable days, occasional total victories, and still lots of frustration. So it's as if you're fishing in a lake that's purported to have great fish, you know, the real estate market, but you haven't quite got your perfect bait figured out yet. Once you've got the right bait, then you might have to upgrade your fishing rod and get a good recipe for the fish you've just caught. It's a process, and not everybody makes it through. That's one of the reasons why we have real estate statistics of fairly high turnover. But it's all about effort doesn't always equal results. However, you are working towards effort equaling results. Once you've mastered concentration, you know how to make your efforts equal results, and that's where the fun starts, momentum. That's what all of you guys want. But, Tim, the issue is, how many people try and skip concentration? They just want to go right to momentum. Tell me what to do. Tell me what to buy. You know, tell me what system, blah, blah, well, blah. Julie, I that, just want momentum. Let's, I don't want to do the work. Let's look, at, let's look at what you just said, right? Concentration is the sucky part. Because concentration is where yeah. you're basically on this long rope bridge. You can't really see where you started, and you can't really see where you're going to end up. Concentration is where you guys make mistakes because you don't yep. stay the course long enough, because you don't stick around to master the skills. And that's where you start falling prey, and I mean that quite literally, to all the easy button guys, all the guys that are trying to sell you leads, all the guys that are trying to sell you some little widget that's going to solve all your problems. They know that a minority of you guys are going to stick it out to cross the bridge. That is a fact jack. Now, it's not just in our industry, right? Look across the board. Everything is sold basically using an easy button nowadays. Want to look younger? Use this potion or lotion. Want to you know, lose weight? Swallow this pill. Want to feel great? Go drink this product or buy this food or whatever, right? I mean, guys, everything is sold off the easy button because marketers know that you guys are fundamentally lazy. You guys are fundamentally believing that there's a shortcut to success. Hey, guys, we're vulnerable to it as well. I'm not making fun of you. I'm not saying somehow we're above it, we have to monitor ourselves. Because believe me when I tell you, Julie and I are, are susceptible to the easy button as much as you guys are. Okay? So the reality of it is, is all of us have to be monitoring anytime anybody is tapping us on the shoulder and say, hey, I got the magic elixir to solve all your problems. You have to intuitively be repelled by that person. You have to know that they're lying because they are. Now, their little elixir might make you feel better temporarily, but it's not going to solve your problem. It's like a drug. 
Okay, so have a very clear focus on that. And concentration is where you really have to be living by the mantra of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So, Julie, what's the next phase beyond concentration? Well, so then you get into momentum, and like I said, that's the fun part, but it's also elusive. A lot of agents never make it there because they tried to skip concentration. You cannot skip yep. concentration. You will be skillless and have your butt handed to you. Okay. So in this stage, you've figured out how to leverage your knowledge to create predictable, duplicatable results, at least most of the time. You understand what effort is required, how much, how frequently, and with what level of skill you must deliver. The business is a lot more fun in momentum. You're generally winning, saving money, and you feel like your efforts do equal results. You're still working, trying, striving, polishing, but it's not the all-out grind that it was during concentration mode. So one might ask, why, once I'm in momentum, I mean, what do I need somebody like a coach for? Well, you want to stay in momentum, right? I mean, because here's what happens. You get momentum can down the road, you can sometimes get a little bit bored with it. Then you can either develop an ego and decide that you already know everything and then some competition comes up and then you're right back into formulation because you weren't paying attention. Or if you're lucky, you make it to breakthrough, which is even more fun. You've got the systems, the scripts, the lead generation, the techniques, the skill, and this is where you create lather, rinse, repeat. So now that you know where you are in the cycle of being a top producer, you've got to get back to what you're putting into your mind. And that's what we're going to talk about on tomorrow's, I believe, or possibly going into next week, mind, body, and wallet. Now that you understand what's probably going on in your mind, now we can go on with what to do about it on a daily basis in your morning, things to implement, specific actionable items is what we'll be getting to on the next podcast because I think we're running out of time, Tim. We are, and I know you have a coaching call, Julie, so you can bail. So here's the thought for all of you. Remember when Julie and I talk about the fact that a well-run real estate practice is an elegant, almost simplistic, and many of you view from looking from the outside in, will say, oh, my God, Tim, what are you talking about? Scott, it has to be more complicated than that. You know, how can Michael and Robin Gordon make 4 or $5 million in personal income? How can Frederick Gucklin make last year $30 million in personal income? It's got to be more complicated than that. They have to have rooms full of servers and computers and all this comp. Nope. The guys, the best, most profitably run real estate practices are the simplest, most elegant businesses. And they always come down to these three things. I want you guys to listen uh, to the radio show, obviously, uh, tomorrow. And I want you to take really, really great notes because tomorrow we're going to get the heart of basically how you actually can put in place specific, easily understood, even easier to manage systems that will keep you on target. So on a regular basis, you can be monitoring your mind. You can know whether or not you're feeding your mind and your mindset the type of information that's going to manifest more of what you want or less of what you want. Next is going to be your body. That's a key thing. I know I'm very susceptible to sleep. If I don't get enough sleep, I am useless. And so we're going to talk about that. And, of course, money. Money is one of the things that if you guys – here's an interesting thought. Other than with your coach, other than on this radio show, how often do you actually talk about money in a sense other than lack of it, right? Other than lacking money, other than the – we're always surrounded by not enough, right? It seems like everybody's talking about lack. You know, and here it is. We live in a country where the country literally prints its own money to the point where we're almost $20 trillion. I don't even know what that number means in debt. Our government can print as much money as you want. So to think there's not enough money, that's a mindset thing because there is no shortage of money. 
There's literally trillions and trillions of dollars floating out, around out there. And if you feel a personal lack, it's because probably you're manifesting that. You're manifesting the scarcity that you're experiencing with regards to money and abundance. So we're going to give you a specific system on how you can go about keeping, again, it goes back to your mindset too about money, but how you can keep your life down to a set of daily minimum standards that will result in consistent cash flow. Guys, I was raised, and so was Julie, to believe that you don't have success continually. Right? Isn't that kind of like what a lot of us believe, us middle class people that we're raised to believe, that you may have a great success for a short period of time? But I've personally not experienced that. And the reason I haven't experienced that is because I chose not to believe it. I chose to believe that you can't, now, not every year is going to be, you know, there will be some ebbs and some flows, but you don't have to do what so many agents do where they have fantastic years or maybe a span of three to five fantastic years, and then they lose it all. That seems to be this feast or famine thing that, is, that plagues the really long-term health of so many of you guys financially and otherwise. That is a choice that's being made on a regular basis. So you can unmake that choice, and you can start focusing on these three core disciplines and start getting more consistent results in life. Guys, if you ever need us for anything, we're easy to get a hold of. Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Have a great day. Talk to you tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.